fucking monsters. <laughs> Well, welcome to 91 Octane. I am John. And this is John Tired. And I'm Randy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And we are back for another week of 91 Octane. But before we get into our episode, please uh, go check out Carrera.cafe for some of the best coffee you can try. We, we're doing, we need to do a better job about putting a little graphic up there. Uh, but make sure you do uh, you use code BIGWILLOW for 10% off your entire order. Uh, helps us keep the show running, the show going, and our seat time happening. So now moving on to the show. Today, of course, we're going to go under the hood and cover your headlines. And we're going to have a few discussions. First, we're going to reincarnate. And I'll get to it once we get there or get more detail once we get there. And then finally, we're going to discuss some opinions on what we think certain flaws might cost when buying a car sure uh but we'll cover that in detail once we get there as well but first let's start with some headlines randy yes so a few months ago we had talked about dodge uh having a contest to see who was the chief uh, to for a job for what they call the chief donut maker right so they have finally chosen okay this week uh and the the process for choosing, besides all the initial entries, did you even try to um, apply? No, no, <laughs> no yeah. interest in being the chief donut maker. I mean, like it's uh, it sounds cool, but not in Dodge cars. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they have the Hellcat. Yes, they I have. Mean, yeah, they have that, fun cars. Yeah, they have fun cars, yes. just not cars that I'm particularly needing to drive. Yes. Yeah. That's true. But I did when I rented it, I actually enjoyed having the Challenger. Yeah, I, I hate the Challenger. And you have one in your part in your driveway, but y you, you yeah. still don't like it. Uh, it's just too big for me. Oh, that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah it's just, it, yeah. It, it like, feels very boaty. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm going to hit every wall when I'm parking. Like, yeah. Uh, but I've seen people take them to the track and such. And I, I don't know how they do it, but, you know. It to fish, each their own. It fishtails pretty easily. A little too easy also. Yeah, I mean, it's a Dodge, right? That's what yeah, the chief donut enough. maker needs. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So the chief donut maker was elected. I watch, There's three episodes. Of course, of course, there's a pretty girl and Goldberg as the hosts. And it's very much a la... Goldberg the wrestler? Yeah. Is it Goldberg? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It is Goldberg okay. the wrestler. Yes. Um, they do it a la like... Um, like master chef or any of those where there's a board of judges and then there's dramatic music before people get eliminated and the the contestants stand oh so it was like a like a it's like a, a real world gauntlet reality it show? was semi yes it was absolutely that the, so they, they had to they had to compete in like certain like tasks a yes absolutely what yes and so for the final episode which is really the only one i watched what and where is this on? Sorry, this was on YouTube. Okay, and okay. Motor Trend. Um, uh, oh com. yeah. So okay. most of the views were on Motor Trend. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, which makes sense, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yes. Um. So part of the entire contest was a mini autocross event. Okay. And at the start of the autocross event, you are supposed to do a burnout. Okay. And this is for the, choosing the final 
two winners. Okay. okay? So that's okay. the one. That's the one I watched. Okay. Low bar so far. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah very yeah, low bar. Yeah, yes. yeah. No commitment to this to this show. But no, I'm talking about oh, the burnout. That? Okay. Okay. Right? Yeah. Like I would expect the burnout to be like the first thing that's done with the bigger group. Yes. Right? Absolutely right. Yeah. So a burnout to um off the line. Okay. An autocross event where you you're supposed to pick a they randomly choose three lanes that will turn green and you're supposed to react to which lane turns green. So the road Le- changes basically leading into the kind of first section of the autocross. Yes. Okay. And then you stop and you get answered uh, dodge specific questions. Okay. What is it? What does SRT stand for? Okay. When was the, uh, was it the challenger first or the charger? What does SRT stand for? Street racing technology. Really? You didn't know that? <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Yes, yes. That, that's bold. Yes. Street racing technology? Yes. That is bold. Because why? I mean, <laughs> like, street street racing is illegal. Yes, it is. Right? So to put it in your name. That's true. But that's really the advent of the pony car was based off of street racing, if you think about it. Right? Yeah, but I mean, you could be subtle about it, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, track racing or yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. street See, racing technology. Oh, it wow. actually means something. Whereas M, does M mean anything for the M badge from BMW? Uh, no, I, I don't know. Money. <laughs> 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 definitely that definitely that yes you know i mean I'm, i might be being a bad m car guy but i don't think it me uh, it has to mean something you think so yeah was it all was it a like uh yeah go ahead and uh, google it was yeah. was it a brand or like a performance division first that they bought or was it always inside of bmw oh it means motorsport Duh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. BMW Motorsport. But yeah. So yeah, was yeah, it, yeah. Was it always within the brand, or did they buy? Yeah, that? it was always within the brand. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't like uh, Alpina. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, anyways, going back to this show, um, or yeah, contest. So then, at the end of that, auto, they run the autocross, and I don't think they were necessarily judged on the speed of their autocross. Maybe they were, but then the last piece was a donut circle. And they had to create the most epic donuts with, and they're in a Hellcat. So, oh, so like like drifted donuts versus just the whipping donuts, right? There's well, two donuts. There's a takeover shitty you you suck at driving donuts, and, yes. then, and then there's the actual car control donut. I don't know which one would have gotten more points, but the <laughs> the results of their donuts were certain. What the first contestant was like the slow, like just creating smoke. But it wasn't like whipping, right? So it was very uneventful for me as a viewer. Okay, but whereas the second one was a little bit faster, but not by much. So it wasn't takeover style, like rowdy, like fast whipping type. Right. Thing, which I, given it was a controlled environment, yeah, I would have judged that to be higher, and that may be why the winner ultimately won the second person. Um, yeah, see, I would have judged that to be lower. Real, because it's because, less skill? Well, yeah, because like for me, a good donut mm-hmm. is defined by a big radius. Okay, which it Re- was neither were. Okay, so so they're how the hell are they gonna be chief donut makers <laughs> and they can't yes. even actually really donut? Because yes. there is the you know, the the uh hit the steering wheel, pinch the gas, and you're going to get the tail is going to come out, right? Yes. And yes. you can um, – most people mm-hmm. that have 
some experience in a car, will be able to spin the car around, which I don't consider a donut. Okay. A okay. donut is when you can connect the outside of the donut, say on like say off of a, like a twenty foot diameter circle. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a donut. That's what it was. Okay. Okay. So it, so you're saying multiple spins, uh, a a consistent uh. Circle drifted circle. So, okay, so that's definitely what the first contestant was doing. Uh, but it looked slow. So that I guess again from a viewer perspective, it was not as exciting. Oh. The second contestant was a little bit faster. Okay. But um, he was doing that like whipping like no whipping. whipping. Around. There okay. was no whipping from either contestant. But okay. it was a lot of smoke from both. Okay, so, interesting. Yes, I'm yes. gonna have to take a look at this. Yeah, so it's not formula drift style when the winner like just goes around. And yeah, then yeah. They're, they're, those are professionals, right? Right. So yeah, for sure. Give that what it is. But I think these are like Dodge fan boys and girls that were contestants. That's why we never would have gotten chosen. Like what the f- I mean, we don't even know what SRT means. Yeah, you know, no so. executive, but you're an executive donut maker, so yes. chief donut maker. Yeah, that's an executive, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Like I would have expected you to be at the top of your game right. in terms of making a donut, right? At right. least, right? <laughs> so they'll be owning the Instagram. They'll probably be doing more stuff, traveling the country. They made 150k. They gave them 150k check. Um. That seems to be it. It's just like a marketing tool or ploy or whatever. Yeah, it's just yeah. Um, the job doesn't sound that fun. Yeah, shit. I do Instagram for us. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't make 150k it's, from yeah, the, our Instagram. It's, it's not yeah. easy. So yes, yes. yeah, I, yeah. I guess it's not really an executive position. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But that's interesting. I thought they were just gonna hire somebody. I know they were gonna make a whole thing of it. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's cool. I was entertained. I'd say I was pretty entertained. At least yeah, they, yeah. they they were organized. They even had that whole like dramatic music thing, like I was saying. Right, right. Like, will you be eliminated? Dun, so, dun, like, yeah, high production value. Yes. Like, very, yeah, very high production contest. value. Yes. I like seeing automotive contests. Do you? Yeah, like Netflix Netflix had like a drifter show, Overdrive. Yes. Yeah. 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 And it was just cool to see people like demonstrate skill and get put through gauntlets and head to head and like weird did you watch, contests. Did you watch every episode? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I watched I the whole thing. I didn't get very far. Really? Why not? I feel like you don't appreciate the like technical side of driving. I do. I just my entertainment attention span is pretty low. Obviously. Right? Really? Maybe that must be it because I mean, for a Drive to Survive, I committed to. I watched it. Yeah. More dramatic shows I commit to. And yeah. I'll watch it. But maybe something about that doesn't appeal to me. Yeah. I have a much lower standard than most people for like shows I will watch. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like I'll watch like shitty sitcoms. Mm-hmm. I'll watch. I mean, I've watched Seinfeld and The Office like. At least 50 times each. Okay. You know, the whole way through. Mm-hmm. So maybe it doesn't require much to entertain me. Right on. But yeah, I, I watched that. I think I've watched that show twice. And you watched that. Uh, what was the other one? The the Drag Race one. Ro- uh, Riches or whatever. I don't remember. Uh, broke Fools versus Rich Fools. No, the one, the Netflix one where they're all. With Busy Moto. Yes. One, yeah. What yes. was it? What was that called? Yeah. It just gets like the the formula is very repetitive, just like a home improvement show or house hunters. 
it's like, yeah, you pick three houses, you go through it. Some they fake, you know, like they yeah. don't fake, I'm not claiming they fake this one, but in House Hunters, they fake it sometimes. So that's why, like the the. Cyclical. For the drag racing one, I think it was, I don't know, if it was like built versus bot or something like that. But yeah. for the drag racing one, it was hard for me. That was one of the harder shows for me to watch. To commit to. Because they do 40 minutes of talking Bullshit. and background. Yes. And then they do a race. Yes. The 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 drift contest wasn't like that. Right. It was mostly the contest. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I so, could agree with that. Yeah, so the, I will I will say the drag racing one. I I fast forwarded to races. Okay. Yeah, it was just I was just like I, I don't I don't need your backstory. I don't care about yeah. the people in no. a way in a way they're like, like yeah. trying to create like fake beefs between right you know, yeah like, oh yeah built versus baller yeah yeah the poor guys like, uh, like yeah and the poor guy and wins. also I don't think they did a good job because they did a good job of casting the good cars the rich guy cars or the all the cars okay, okay. right mm-hmm. uh they i think they were a little loose about casting characters oh that would show well on tv right right right, right. like you for tv to be entertaining you're gonna need some wild people or yeah you know, people that have interesting things to say so they did the right thing but it comes at the detriment of the quality of right the, yeah the, there uh, needs to be a balance yeah, you know that's like true. maybe find uh the cars rent them and then find entertaining people that can drive them it's a drag race so you're not like yeah. you know i guess some of those cars are be extreme i think i'd say that probably the 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 all-wheel drive honda would probably be the one that i'd be scared to drive i don't you don't oh you don't was it a it. hatch or it was, was a hatch yeah k-series uh probably. probably yeah probably yeah but yeah man uh yeah i guess we don't get to be chief donut maker so no we don't it's all over next headline but if bmw decides to do something like that you're on it i will think about it you will commit I, your life to i will come in my life yeah to yeah. be chief donut maker uh-huh. <laughs> for bmw m but anyway next headline um cob is has might possibly set the tone for tuning going forward. Cobb tuning. Cobb tuning. Have okay. you heard about what happened with Cobb tuning? Not at all. You can no longer use the access port to defeat emissions devices. O2, all that stuff. Even outside of California. They don't have a separate product for California. Uh, not California. No, no. This is because of federal regulations through the RPM Act. So before it was smaller boutique shops who were suffering. Mm -hmm. Now Cobb tuning is like, well, we don't want to pay millions in fines. So we got to take these elements out and tuners are up in arms. Mm. And for me, I think the biggest story here is that Cobb is like the Coke of tuning. Right. (laughs) You know, not cocaine, but Coca-Cola. Right. Like they're they're a big name. So Mm -hmm. if they're now being taken down. Yeah. Is this the beginning of the end for tuning, right? Newer cars. We still have the older cars that we can figure out, right? We don't have the restrictions there. Yeah. But we're going to get to a point where, you know, technology's already at a point where all the data is available to know if there was a manipulation, if it shouldn't be allowed, this mm. and that. So a lot of tuners are going to move in this direction where they're no longer going to provide these services well so that's interesting because han data how they chose to do it with their um with their flash uh, unit for hondas is they have a carb specific version that's blue instead of silver okay 
for the port OBD2 port or whatever. And it's far more limited and obviously restricted. And that's how they're getting away with it by having a secondary product for California only. And they claim that they restrict sales of the non-carb one to outside of California only, which you know is impossible pretty much. Well, I mean, that's the thing. So that had been going on for a really long time. Same with the JB4 tuners, the piggyback tuners for for the the 335s. Uh Like it was, oh, this can't be sold in California. And some stores like ECS Tuning wouldn't sell them to you based on the shipping address. But yeah. there were other companies that didn't really care. Yes. So you could get them, right? Yes. It was, might be a little harder, but you could get them. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. what the federal government is doing is keeping track of all the instances in which that happens. Oh, so they're watching. So Big they're brother. watching. Big Brother Big is brother watching. Big Brother watching, and they're fining those shops, those shops based on the volume of, of sales that they're doing. Mm. So it's uh, they're like aggressively pursuing this, which sucks. That sucks. I mean, uh, yeah, that sucks. I, you know, it's fun to tune. I, I don't tune my car. I, I don't know if you plan to for the. Um, yeah, E36. I mean, I, my, the E92 you, is the E36 will you're be chipped already. For the not, E36? I, well, see, the E36 is tuned to delete stuff. Uh huh. So I don't. My, I delete the secondary air pump, the second cat. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, the emission stuff that I took out. Yeah. I had to code out of the ECU. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be able to do that, you know, with Cobb, you know, if I had those cars. Right. Yeah. Even though your car is purely off-road now. Even though my car is purely off-road. Yeah. It's the, the option just they're basically because it has been sold to people who are using it on road cars. Yeah. They're just wiping it out for everybody. I see. Now, and that's sort of the argument against this is that a lot of the like petitions and organizations working against the RPM Act are club racers, right? Grassroots level race car yep. drivers. Yep. You know, your regular drifters that just want to tow these cars to the track and have some fun. Mm-hmm. But I feel like we're kind of getting into a world where we're not going to be able to do that anymore. It's going to be an interesting period. Well, it's an interesting period because it's basically from now until EV cars take over. Yes. Right. Then it's I don't know. I mean, I guess you'll be able to tune more power, but I don't know how much more you need than what the, those cars are putting out now. You mean to say we can't compete with EVs anyway, so why bother? Yeah. And like, you know, the services once EV takes enough of the market, mm-hmm. ice tuning won't even be a thing. Like, there won't be yeah. shops doing it, or there'd be, like, one shop for every 10 that existed now. Correct. Right? Yeah, they're going to die off. Exactly. Yep. And and the biggest concern with that tuning is, this is, this makes this even more ridiculous, because the biggest concern with the tuning is emissions. Yep. Right? So there's not that many years left right, of that. Right, right, yeah. You know, why attack this now? Yeah. And as compared to, like, big oil companies or big companies that are putting out smog they buy smog um credits right from each other yeah yeah exactly to try to yeah to be able to pollute more correct essentially. Right? yeah yes. yeah they trade smog amazon tr- the usps buying ice vehicles for right. their new fleet you yes. know and it's just like okay come on guys you know leave us alone we're just trying to have fun with our cars trying to get rid of cats sometimes they get stolen right you know i was on a work trip you know, mm-hmm. you know, this, this last week. week. Uh-huh. Um, and I look up the reviews for the hotel. Yeah. And one of the reviews says, don't bark here because they steal your cats. <laughs> wow. So every night I'd walk my ass down to the parking lot, 
turn on my car. You checked like, the truck. You drove the truck. I didn't drive it. I just turned it on to make sure that no, the but, cat, cat oh. was there. Oh, I drove my truck there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So then I turn on the car. I'm like, hey, cat's still there. Cool. And then head back. You I was like, I was paranoid. You didn't move spaces or anything, huh? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, did. yeah. I okay. would move. I would move the car after the first day. I was like, oh, I might as well move it. Yeah. Because I, I was, the parking lot would get full. Mm-hmm. Um, but at night sometimes be empty spots. I would try to get as close to as I can to the actual hotel. Ah. Yeah. yeah hoping that call. I was safe. Uh-huh. But luckily nothing happened. Yes. But yeah, man, it's uh, let us let us tune to these, um, you know, thieves. Yeah, that's unfortunate. It and is. You're right, because like we're we enthusiasts are one percent of one percent. Yeah, yeah, pretty much of one percent. Right? Yeah. Yes, we're like we're a blip, barely yeah. a blip, not oh, even. Oh yeah. Oh right? yeah. So it's it is unfortunate that we're being targeted. Yeah. Whereas again, the big polluters. Yeah, they they get away with whatever they want. Yes. Yeah. But anyway, next headline. Next headline. The uh, there is so you're one of your bucket list cars. Is a Buick GNX. Yes, it is. There is on your most favorite site in the world, bring a trailer dot com, <laughs> a Buick GNX with two hundred three miles on the odometer. Oh man. And four days left on the auction. Ah. Uh, and can you guess the current price of this Buick GNX? One hundred and twenty five K. You saw it then. No. Oh, you, you <laughs> <laughs> at, at this point in time, it is 126. Damn. And with four days left. Yes. And also this past week, there was an S2000. Yeah. Type CR. That that one I did see. You did see that. I obviously, see. that came through all the Hondas. I got stuff. so mad. Did you? I, that, that made me so mad. Really? Do you think that it's worth that? It there's only like a thousand five hundred to a couple thousand made yeah. at most. Yeah. Um, do I think it's worth it? Well, with my own money, I wouldn't spend two hundred K on a low miles S two thousand. Um somebody believes it is. Yeah. So that person can throw his money the however he wants. I, I get that. Yes. I get that. Yes. And, and and that makes sense. But <laughs> I think that I think that, that person is dumb. I would actually probably agree. Yeah, like that. Un- unless he has dumb money to spend. Yeah, I mean, it has and to be. That's probably yeah, the case. Yeah, it has absolutely. to be. Absolutely, absolutely has to be. But I'm like, man, like, really? $200,000? Yes. For a Honda? For a Honda. Ah, uh, jeez. Honda S2000 CR. Yeah, man. It's. Uh, the market's getting ridiculous. It is a, um embezzling scheme. It has to be. Like you got to be hiding your money into something. Uh I mean you would think so. Yes. Or maybe they're just really dumb and rich. Yeah, cuz I mean there is a lot of that too, you Definitely. know. There's there are people with money that we we can't even fathom. Yes. You know how like 200,000 I mean like let's just talk about Jeff Bezos and them, right? Right. $200,000 to them means nothing. Elon just paid 44 billion dollars for, for Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> like are you yes. kidding me? Yeah. Forty four billion dollar purchase for Twitter, a social media platform. So my question to you as a as a headline for this week is, which do you think will land higher? The GNX and it's in its current state, again, 126 as of today with four four days left or the S2000 types, uh, the CR. I think I think the GNX might get there. You think it might beat it and might might beat it. OK. Do you think it's worth it? 
No. The GNX no. is not worth no. it. No. Even no, with like 200 not. miles nah. on the odometer. No, not a chance. I wouldn't contribute to that insanity. Mm. Even if I had fuck you money. Yes. I wouldn't contribute to the insanity. You'd rather buy like a well-driven one or a well- Yeah, I'd rather- Yeah, absolutely. I'll have the same experience, an even better experience, because I'm not tripping about how much I paid for this damn thing. Yes. You know, like, and it, my biggest issue with this is what it does to the market and what it does to future enthusiasts. That's what bothers me about this. Right. Like, I would, I would much, despite what an E36 is going to become, mm-hmm. I am not going to be, I'm not going to contribute to the problem by stretching that price beyond what it should be. So then I'll give you 10k for yours. Okay, well I'm not <laughs> I'm not going to shrink it either. <laughs> you Fine. know, like but yeah, it'll probably be around that, right? It'll probably be around 10 to 15k, you know? Yeah. Like it's not and that's where it needs to live, right? For now, and eventually it's going to drop even further. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, it, I think I don't I don't just think it's a I mean, it's 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 free market, right? So it is. It, it's it. This we know. This is how things happen. Inflation. The supply is dwindling from people wrecking them. It happened with the classic cars of our grandparents' age and era, right? right? Oh yeah, for sure. So this is just like a wash, rinse, repeat. Of yeah, that. basically, it's the same thing for yeah. what we love. Unfortunately, exactly. Yeah, and it's getting to that point where it's yeah. heightened and, and impossible. But it's like, I, like I'll have conversations with people, you know, with like other e36 owners and or people who want to be in the e36 game and they're like oh i wish i could i could have an e36 m3 but they just cost too much now and i'm like i hate hearing that yeah you know what i mean and it's like for what reason for for there's a ton of e36 arbitrary it's just completely arbitrary it's completely arbitrary it's you know people are greedy they think it's worth more than it is right someone's like oh well okay i'll pay it and that's how the market moves up and boosts up but then you get bring a trailer coming in and just completely, like, exponentially making that worse. Yeah, they're they're increasing the demand, right? Yeah, and right? and the price, which increases the price. Which is, yeah, yes. absolutely. Yes. And it and it's whether it's legitimate or you know, right, laundering or whatever it might yeah. be, it's having a huge impact on the market because mm-hmm. you know there's a big portion of idiots out there who are like, oh wait. That S2000 sold for $200,000. I'm going to list mine for 70 k There is one right now for uh, 70 k Like a couple thousand, like four digits. Yeah. A four-digit mileage S2K. Yeah. 60 k And I was like, wow, really? Yeah. And, I, and that's not worth, you know, you're at four digits. It's not worth it. Yeah. It's not worth it. I kind of agree. I kind like of agree. Like if you're at a zero mileage, like dealer lot car, mm-hmm. which I would say is anywhere from zero to 500 miles. Okay. That's where the mint condition money is, right? Yes. So that's where you would expect those premiums. Not 200K, mm-hmm. but expect those premiums. Yes. At that level, it's like, nah, dude, you, you drove it enough. You broke it in already. So, right. yeah, you're good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wait, a, I, I, I just outraged you for the yeah, rest of the Yeah, dude, <laughs> I, I just hate it, man. Yes, I, it's that, a, that's it's, I, I've stopped going to bring a trailer for that reason. Me too, You know, quite honestly, me too. Like, remember I, I said to you that it, like, it was sort of on my bucket list to, to buy, buy or, sell. A, or sell and bring a trailer, mm-hmm. but I don't want to contribute to this. I, I know see. I'm being uh-huh. like, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know what you would call it, a diva? Uh, something. A, something about yeah. it. 
It bothers you, and that's fair. But, you know, I, I've always said, you know, I vote with my pocket. So, yeah. you know, if if I don't like something, I'm going to make sure that my money doesn't go there. Fair enough. And might not have any impact, but it will make me feel better. There you go. <laughs> anyway, next headline. Uh, if you're going to be Evil Knievel in a car, mm-hmm. please do not choose a Ford Raptor. Yeah. Uh, did you see this? I kind of heard. I read the headline. Okay, it. so an owner broke his back after yes. taking a fifty-foot jump. Fifty feet. Fifty-foot jump. Wait, and 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 a raptor. Height or length? Distance. Uh, length. Okay. okay. No, no, not yeah, not fifty. Length. Okay. Yeah, length. Not not height. Fifty foot long. But I mean, jump. like, if you see the picture, he's up there. Yeah, I saw. I yeah, saw you saw that, it, right? That photo is. I saw. Yeah, he film. is up there. Like one, you have to know that the car wasn't made for that. It's not a trophy truck. Yeah, no, o- no OEM trucks are gonna do that. Yes, you know, it's just not. They're not meant to. To allow you to do that, that would be a huge liability. Yes. Maybe Dodge would do it. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Yes, with an SRT Ram or something, or the T-Rex. Yeah, yeah. and it's just, I mean, it's, I, I don't, I'd be, I, I would lose my mind if somebody made me do this. So did he get paid or was it an Instagram thing like the Tesla uh, thing? Instagram thing. Uh, he broke his back. He broke his back he for, bro- the, yeah, for the gram. For the gram. That's that's it. And and honestly, when you look at the video, yeah, it's not a spectacular thing. Oh, for at sure. all. Okay. Like like compared to the Tesla one, which kind of looked spectacular. A little yeah. Bit, right? Yeah. Or yes. I mean, they could have at least decorated it or something. OK. The Tesla one, man, I'm still curious, like who the driver was and how he ended up. If yeah. there even was a driver, like I don't know if you can put it on auto Maybe they s- put a stick in the accelerator or whatever. Yeah. Um, Cause yeah, man. I mean, the the jump. This was this jump was on dirt. It was a dirt ramp. Okay. When you see the car land, the, there is give in the dirt. Oh you wow! Can see. Okay. Yeah, like cratering and, and it, stuff. Yeah, uh-huh. like the and the car almost completely compresses. The Raptor completely okay. compresses. So one of the first things that came to mind was that Tesla that it was on concrete. Yes. You know, it might have helped that it sort of nose dove first and then came down. Yes. Almost like it took some of the energy off. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. like, is that driver dead? And we don't know about it. Yes. You know, like. So this guy, how young and dumb is he or how old and dumb is he? Um, I don't know, actually. No, there's no info there's no there's on no the info on how young he is. No, nah. okay. just that, you know, he was excited to. Oh, <laughs> it's got he. He says it's the worst paint he's ever felt in his life. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, like, so it, it, it looks like it was immediate. And that could be lifelong injury. Whether oh, that a, will be a lifelong injury. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. It's your spinal cord, the yeah. core of your whole body. He's going to have to do physical therapy for the rest of his life. Probably. Just to be, like, at 50% of where he was. Correct. Correct. It sucks, man. <sighs> yeah, I mean... To each their own, but that's what happens when you try to do stuff for the gram. That I knew there was a chance a to damage my truck, but I never in a million years thought about me being physically harmed. <laughs> and that's the problem with this stuff, man. Yes. It's like, you know, we talked about like track life. Like you go into it knowing that you might not come out of it. Right. Right. You know, it's a risk we're willing to take, but you're aware of that risk. Which keeps you controlled, right? It that's, keeps me from taking these stupid jumps. That's a thousand percent true. I yeah. mean, you could argue that a track day, you don't even have to go fast. 
No, you can go at whatever speed you feel comfortable at. Yeah, yeah. And nobody even like hates on you. Well, yeah. In the er, in the (laughs) HPD one and two, I should say. Oh yeah, for sure. People, as long as you point them by, they're cool with you driving slow as molasses. That's fine. Yeah, I was never cool with it, but I but I get what you mean, right? You know, like like, technically, it's allowed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The challenging part for me in HPD one and two was that. You had to wait for the point by, and it's only in specific areas. Oh, yeah. That, you know? that makes sense. So a lot of times I get held up in the corners is where I need to. That's where I, I get my meat, pass. you know, <laughs> yeah. like so. Yes. It, yeah. But this guy, man, like ah, it, your your Raptor's wrecked. Your back is wrecked. How bad was the damage on the car or the truck? Was it, Did it say or no? uh, I mean, it looks like did shit fall off. The yeah. Car, well, the truck. no, it, in the in the actual video, it looks like there isn't a lot of damage to the truck. OK, but the car was damaged like uh, and plus the, the video that they took is from really far away. Yeah. Which is like bad. Like if you're going to yeah. do all that shit. Yeah, have the GoPros, man. Like, yeah, what the heck? man. I would have had like four cameras sh- set up on the jump yeah. to make it even seem longer. Like show yeah. each yep. of the camera clips. Get your Once slow it's up in the air. Cam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, okay. One I'm, underneath and yeah. it's flying over. At least put some production value to this broken yes. back, man. Yes. But yeah, no, this is. Uh, I, I don't feel bad for the guy because he made the choice. Yes. Um. But yeah, apparently his dad's been driving the truck, so there's nothing. It doesn't seem that there's anything extremely bad with it. There's some broken lights, but nothing more than that. Wow. So I'm with you. Good for Ford. Yeah. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. That's yeah. a that's a very valid point. Good. For yeah, Ford. this guy gave Ford, you know, his spine. Yes. In marketing, <laughs> quite literally. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Wow. What a dummy. Yeah, seriously. I, I don't feel bad for him either. Yeah. But yes. anyways, get into our next headline. Uh, my last one is... Sorry. Um, come on. The MTV Cribs. What? Yeah, so on, on avclub.com, they did a feature on MTV Cribs. Just like with... Uh, what was that uh, exhibit show? Uh, Pin My, my Ride. Ride. Okay. There's a lot of fakery okay. in MTV Cribs. Okay. So um, three of the bigger quotes that I that came up from this uh, this uh, I don't know if it's a journalistic endeavor or whatever, is that Ja Rule rented his mansion for his appearance and it's the owner of the house later sued him for making a huge mess and allowing a film crew into the house. He didn't actually own. Okay. Number one, the car related ones are interesting for 50 cents. He rented all the fancy cars that he showed off during his appearance, even though he was already pretty rich when he appeared on the show. Yeah. The third one, which I found most interesting for some odd reason, is our friend Bow Wow, who was in Fast and Furious 3 and the most recent one. Right. That you brought up, that, and he went to space. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, he... Uh, Fake being on a jet? Yeah. He would... Ooh, let's see. It says... He would... Oh, in later years, he would keep pretending to be richer than he is. Yeah. But um, during the episode, he claimed he owned a bunch of nice cars that were actually branded with the name of the Miami Luxury Car Rental Service. So I went through YouTube and I looked for the episodes. Um, well, I only found one that Bow Wow was in. Okay. He had a yellow Ferrari 360 Modena and a BMW 6 Series. Okay. I didn't see any markings 
of this Miami car uh, rental service. Okay. Unless there was another episode that I missed. And maybe there was. Probably there was. Yeah. It's a house in Atlanta. And a Ferrari 360, even if in its heyday when it was new. And a BMW 6 Series. That would seem attainable for his level of success. One would think, yeah. Yeah, but like, God, it's it's hard because... He's already there, there's okay. So there's Bow Wow alone. Yes, isn't Fifty Cent alone? Yes, aren't responsible for the 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 culture that has been created in the rap game. Yes, right, absolutely. They've That's contributed. Good, yeah, right. But there's also like at when they came in, there's already an expectation of what a rapper should own and have. Right, That's right. The music videos, arguably uh, P Diddy and his. Uh, oh, yeah. The bad boys. Yeah, yeah. Bad boy records. Yeah. Built that whole view of hip hop. Absolutely. Right. Yes. So as a result, it almost it, it almost I can see why they would feel like they need to keep up with the Joneses. Sure. In this sure. case. Yes. But for me personally, I don't want those cars. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like we like the shit boxes, but that's not going to convince <laughs> anyone that you're a rapper. You right. know what I mean? Well, so. Red Man. I don't know if you ever saw the Red Man episode of MTV. Cribs. He took the complete opposite yes, side. Yes, he did. Yeah, and it was hilarious. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes, and it works out. There, there are a few rappers that they're not flashy. Yeah, but they were successful. Yes, Eminem's a, a big one. Yes. What does Eminem even drive? Probably just an SUV of some sort. Yeah. I doubt exactly. even a Tesla, quite honestly. Yeah, no. I mean, maybe now, but even back then, he wasn't really about that flash. Correct. A thousand percent. It was yeah. all talent and skill for him. And just vibrato, like ego. Yes. And like kind of shock rap. Bravado, not vibrato. Uh, oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> Bravado. There you go. Yeah. Uh, and some vibrato. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, you're right. And, and, yeah. and, it's, and, and so I think... I I get that, but I mean okay. MTV Cribs was yeah it was a MTV keeping up Cri with the Joneses show it right? was Instagram before Instagram yes a yeah, thousand percent. yeah yeah that, yeah that's, that's what MTV Cribs yes. was yeah so it gave these artists a chance to have Instagram profiles yes and they're like oh well I need to flex right I need to show that I got a ton of money yes this this and that and so yeah. they would have rent I would I would say the the financially responsible thing to do uh -huh. would be to rent that's true right 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 and it and that's and they use it in in the gray area where it's sort of just part of their occupation yes instead of like w w what i consider one of the biggest losers in the history of instagram dan bilzerian okay right like he was the biggest scammer when it came to showing that he was living this great lifestyle, when in reality it was all a scam. Was it? Oh yeah, yeah. The whole the whole thing is is a scam with him. He is broke. Like there there is the I think there was a huge like like ten I don't know how how much like twenty million dollar home somewhere in L A. that. Yes. That he he claimed to own with one of the Shark Tank guys. Okay, but he scammed the Shark Tank guy. It turned out that that was just a lease, and he never actually owned that home. Okay, and you know, same thing. Like you know, he was kind of hiring all these girls to put on some show. Yeah, but it wasn't you know, it wasn't any real. It was any no no None realness to it, right? None of it was real, right? It was just him trying to make himself seem 
better than everybody else. I'm floored right now. Oh, you didn't know that? I had to stop looking at his stuff because it kind of seemed repetitive. Yeah. And it was, you know, very gratuitous. So I, I don't like to have like that on my Instagram. But yeah, is he still doing the faking? I don't think of the I don't think he I don't I think he's like gone now. Like, it, I don't I don't think he's what he was how long ago did that come out oh man recently it's be then, a, I, right i don't know i had to have been over i don't know i had i mean i learned about it over covid okay so yeah. during covid fair yeah enough, fair but enough. i don't know that's when it happened oh okay. I, I just know i was happy yeah yeah because yeah, like, yeah. for me like that was, was it, he was very obnoxious it was and that's it, why i had again i had to stop. yeah like that dude was very obnoxious but then it all came out you know that it, it just it, nothing of it was real Wow. He didn't have the money that he claims, right? You know, but right. he got a lot of famous people and like big yeah. names wrapped up in this stuff. Ah, uh, yes. You know, so, but yes. yeah, now it's been uncovered. Yeah, it's all a scam. I see. So I would say that's sort of the malicious side of things. Mm -hmm. Where with mm -hmm. what the rappers are doing, it's sort of uh, that that can still be just general marketing, even though it is sort of a lie. I see what you're saying. Yeah, but it's not too far from each other. Also, it isn't. Yeah, yeah it isn't. Right? It, it's just a different one, platform. Yeah, one is, one was TV. One is direct to us through our phones now. Yeah, I mean, just, one is more egregious than the other. There you go. That's yeah, a good, a very good choice of words. So, I, but yeah, that's. Uh, I don't know that I do it any any different. Not the Dan Bilzerian way, but yes. that than the rappers, right? Oh, you mean you think that like you, if if I had to be if I was a rapper, uh -huh. right, and I wanted to get popular, yeah. There are parts of that formula that are already set there for you, right? That you might want to, you know, take care of to help with your record sales at the time, yeah. And in that era, and people not being able to find out about this stuff that easily as yep. they can now, that makes sense. I see your point. Yeah, but uh, MTV Cribs, man. MTV Cribs. Yeah, God, that's the whole world is just a. It's funny it's how front, man. materialistic humans are, yeah, right? That is, ooh, I want that, so ooh, I'm gonna buy his, his music. His fridge is full of Gatorades sorted by color. Yeah, ooh, wow. yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. It's hilarious. All right, so let's get into my last headline. Um, so uh, you always talk about um, JDM companies putting out like performance variants at the end. Yes. And BMW has lightweight editions of their cars. Mid-production or end-of-production? Uh, of of uh, starter production. Oh, starter production. Yeah, starter production wow, for the most that's part. Cool. Um, it seems like because of the Supra collaboration, they're marrying the two. Yes. And they're calling it the Supra Lightweight. I didn't hear about this. They're, they're releasing it in Europe, which, which is weird. Because the first one released, I think, was out here, but the lightweight first lightweight ever was here. E thirty six lightweight, yeah, was here for America. It was released here for yeah for a homologation for sports for motorsport out here. Oh wow, I yeah. did not know that. So okay. that's why there was a very limited of them made, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but now there's a super lightweight, and I don't mind it at all. Yeah, but well, like, why not call it something different? Why, why adopt the BMW lightweight moniker? Oh, so it is truly a call being named as the, a lightweight. It's a lightweight variant. The lightweight variant. And it's not like the carbon fiber edition or whatever? No, no. It's completely different. It's completely different. It's it's a stripper. So it's got a lighter sound system. 
Uh, they modified the upholstery to be lighter. Okay. Uh, they deleted like a lot of the like lumbar support and all that like okay. amenities and stuff. Um, but it's really only like ninety pounds lighter. That's it. Yeah. That's what I was gonna ask. Like, yeah. How much lighter? It's like, not that much lighter. Uh, I mean, to call it a lightweight is 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 extreme. And is it more expensive than the uh, high end Supra? Uh, no. Uh, I w- it's probably on par. With okay. the, with the the new stick shift Supra. Is it gonna be stick shift? Was the actually yeah, good? yeah, it's stick shift. So it is one of the stick shift. It is one European of the, only. Yeah. Ninety pounds less, less amenities, so it's gonna be louder cockpit. Yeah, and it's even less of a difference because I believe that the new Supra is actually forty pounds lighter than the last one. Really? Yeah. So then this one is only fifty pounds lighter than, than a standard Supra. Than the standard one. I see. But they're calling it a lightweight. Super lightweight. Which bothers you as a BMW? It doesn't fan. bother me, but okay. I do think it's. I do wonder why they didn't come up with something else, you know, or are they trying, like, intentionally trying to get everyone on board with the BMW Toyota marriage? Because mm. why call it the same thing that BMW does? Yes, and they've never had a history of calling anything lightweight. Yes, yeah, and I mean they've never done this in the past. Either. Yeah. So it is weird, definitely. Yeah, I mean, what did the Club Racer edition of the S two thousand have again? It's a oh um parts and, and just parts. It wasn't lighter. Um, the steering ratio was better. Um, obviously the aero parts, maybe more stitch welds, but I don't think so. It might have had a more rigid chassis. See that? So this is that's sort of in line with what this is. You know, I yes. know that's Honda, yes. but you know, like. I would have expected something like that for the Supra yeah. instead of a lightweight. Right. By na- by naming it something different, not yeah, lightweight. Not lightweight. Is your yeah. point, right? Yeah. Yeah. It just seems odd. Like, you know, why why take that? Yes. But, you know, it's cool. It's cool that one's coming out. It'd be nice to see one out here. I don't need all that stuff. That's true. Yeah. That's like true. Lumbar support, all that. Nah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, what, what? That car's so small and uncomfortable anyway. Like, <laughs> you know. What is Lumbar going to add? Lumbar, yeah. What is that going to add other than just weight? Was it, BM, was it BMW quiet in the interior? Yeah. It was. Yeah. So it had sitting a luxury. In the, oh, yeah. Sitting in the car, you feel like you're in a BMW. Ah. It, the sound, every. I mean, yeah, it just feels like you're in a BMW. 100%. I see. Yeah. Feels like I was driving an M2. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, not different. Just, That's why you love it. Just when you get out of the car, I love it because it is a uh uh it's a marriage of the two my two loves. Yes. Right? Yes. On the inside as a driver, I'm uh-huh. getting the BMW experience which I am used to as a driver. Yes. Right? On the outside, I'm JDM as fuck. <laughs> you know like and, yeah, and yeah, so yeah. it's it's you know it's sort of like being different without being different. Right. Right? right. And so that I thought I, I for me it's it's a kick-ass option mm-hmm. and I still absolutely want one. Mm, yep. But we'll see. They've risen the ranks on my list for sure. So very yeah, very it rises a lot. Yes. Where's the Nissan Z on your list? Between the two? Yeah. Um, I think now that the manual Supra is officially announced, right, and is coming, yeah. And if I had the option and it was readily available at MSRP, I ooh gosh the the Z is only forty allegedly MSRP right. Or officially starting, yes, but it's a V6 already. Yeah. So the cheap ass in me would—I'm gonna cop out. The cheap ass in me would say Z, 
But like the the like the Toyota fanboy, I'd go Supra. Yeah, I think I'd go Supra too. I'd go Supra, even though the Z is probably it's cheaper, it's new. It's gonna know, feel like a three fifty Z someday. <laughs> right bingo and bingo it's gonna no it's gonna feel like a 350z when you get in it <laughs> you know like yeah, th- that's yeah. gonna be the thing and not yeah. that that is necessarily a bad thing correct but i think the super's advantage is that it feels like a luxury car when you yeah, get in it yeah there's always it's, right it's a it's in a higher yeah. rank right so uh, 300z versus supra um the mark 4 supra the Supra always wins. Really even, good point. Right? Even the NA1. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I yeah. I take the NA Supra over a Turbo 300ZX any day. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Easy. Yes. Yeah. Easy. Yeah, absolutely. So, thereby, that logic pertains to today. Yeah. That's no, Supra. that's right. Yes. I mean, that's uh, that makes it a very easy decision to make once yes. you put it in those terms. Right? I hadn't really thought that because, yes. yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why would it be any different? It really isn't. Yeah. <laughs> That's so. probably why the cost is where it's at. Right. That missing 10K is going to be felt. <laughs> yeah. In the in cockpit. The, in the products and in the quality. And yes. And lifespan, maybe even. Who knows? Yeah. But anyway, let's get into our next segment. I've got a question for you. Randy. Sure. So let's say you could. Let's say you believed in reincarnation. Right. Yes. Um, do you believe in reincarnation? I don't have a stance on that, actually. Okay. I, I was going to say I do, but I don't really think so. I don't know. Yeah, it comes up in like movies and stuff, but yeah. I don't know that I've ever actually thought of it as an option until now. Yes. So <laughs> let's say that you you could reincarnate after death, uh-huh. right? You can come back to Earth, but uh-huh. you can only come back as a car. You can make the decision uh-huh. to come back as whatever car you want meaning you can say i want to be this car and then you die and then you come back as whatever car that is yes what car would you want to come back as and why you know uh i did see your post of this briefly but i hadn't put any thought to it okay as you're explaining the question right now Mm -hmm. the first car that oddly enough came to my mind okay and maybe it's because i saw it on gran turismo recently because it was for sale or um bring a trailer there was a white one today okay on bring a trailer's front page is a testarossa a ferrari testarossa a ferrari testarossa it was it's so that's why i don't know if i was influenced again by seeing it recently but nonetheless that's the first car that came to my mind why but why would you want to come back as a ferrari i think it's because i've always wanted a car with a gated shifter a eh? <laughs> but you Which, wouldn't be driving it yes i would be the car you would be the saying, car right? yeah so you want a gated shifter i want a gated shifter and i want christy brinkley's ass to be in oh my, seat. <laughs> my god you fucking creep <laughs> <laughs> from what was that national lampoon oh uh, my, yeah summer vacation or whatever oh my god no that's not that actual reason why that's a joke but nonetheless that car was the first one that came to my mind maybe just it's a pinion farina one and i just actually was at um peterson auto museum this past week oh okay yes yeah, so i went there last weekend there were no testarossas so one would think that having seen all those cars i might have been influenced to choose one of them there was a lot it's weird because so uh, I had a lot of I try to think of as many variables as possible on this okay. one. And mm-hmm. on the one end, I would want to be a supercar because a lot of the times they're in a 
museum yes. so I wouldn't have butts in my seat. Uh-huh. You know. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But then I would never be driven. Right. Right? So do I want a car? You want to be the un untouched, unloved garage podium queen yeah or do you do you want an, an a second life of exhilaration meaning a car that's right. gonna be you got to stretch your legs yeah yeah yes. you're gonna get to run go to the mm. track um and it, i mean it was hard i don't know like mm. it's uh, what do you come back as if right. you want to be like i mean could i be an f1 car yes you know, like, would that be an option? Oh, that's you have an interesting a, choice. You have a team around you that's yeah. taking care of you constantly. Maintaining you. Yeah. You're, yes. Yeah. You're having the top drivers in the world taking you as Drive fast you. as you can go. Yes. I I mean, the great thing for me, I guess, to answer that about the Testarossa is it's not it's not really considered like a rare, super uber rare Ferrari. Right. right. It, there are examples that have been driven. There's some that are. I think there's one being case swapped right right now. I don't think that's a Testarossa. It's not a Testarossa. No. no. OK. Um, nonetheless, because it's a driven Ferrari. Yeah. That also is, to your point, why I like that versus being an Enzo or a La Ferrari, like premium, whatever the Italian word is for the top dog of the La Ferrari is, you know. It, it that appeals to me also to your point. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I would want to come back as the Enzo, mm-hmm. but then I could be end up being like Eddie Griffith's Enzo. Enzo. <laughs> that sucks. Yes, yes. You know, that's uh, a one ass I wouldn't want in yeah. my chair. <laughs> <laughs> or you know, am I like a uh, you know a BMW that's at the Nurburgring all the time? You yeah. know, uh, the new M3. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh no i think i'd have to go I, I think i'd have to stick with an f1 car oh you would choose an f1 car yeah i think i would have to okay yeah uh-huh at least like the latest one maybe the latest red bull car the latest red bull car so maybe max verstappen's winning car yeah i would say because you know every nah, even checo's car okay so every year those cars basically end up their new cars as a museum piece yeah oh, shit good point right so yeah you get a full one year life and that's it and you get um disassembled and reassembled for every race and you're only running half the races because there's always one that goes to one to prep and get set up and then the other one is running this weekend yeah type yeah of thing, right yeah yeah so you're only getting half use Throughout a 24 race season, 24? No, it's 12 races a season, 23. It's 24, right? It's about 24, 23 or 24 races a season. You know what I'm coming back as? What? I'm coming back as my E36. <laughs> <laughs> really? Even though you're not the one driving it anymore. But when you, have you ever been curious about where your cars are going to go when you're gone? You know, I, it's weird to think about. Definitely, but they will live beyond us. Exactly. So where do they end up? You know? I mean, they get inherited if if the family doesn't need to sell the thing, which I, w- I wouldn't feel personally uh, hurt by if they had to sell my car. No, but I would be curious like where it goes. Where the life, you know, yes. To be able to see sort of the life beyond our lives. Right, of that of, car. Of that car. The stories. Yeah. Does it yes. end up becoming – does it end up staying a track car? Does it get restored back to its original – 
you know, glor- oh, some guy like, like brings OEM it back to restoration. Yeah, yeah. Strips it down to, yeah. to primer and uh, does it, puts it on the rotisserie and does the full proper. I'm going to need to re- rebuild. The, and the problem is, right, mm-hmm. if you reincarnate as a machine, yes, you're not reincarnating again. Fair enough. Right. Right. So you get one right. shot. You get one shot. That's good. That's Damn. a good point. Yes. You could end up as a museum piece, although your car is very common for its yeah. generation. Um, so you'd have to get like if in order to get longevity. Yes. In terms of track life. Yes. You're probably going to end up having to be like an OEM sports car. Yes. Like a Porsche, maybe the Supra. But that just sounds boring. It does. And the Porsche might become a garage queen for somebody, whereas at least the Supra won't. Most likely. It's less likely to. You're right. Far less likely yeah, yeah. than the Porsche. Yeah, for sure. Also, what will be interesting someday, way beyond our lives, when EVs are 100% the only cars on the road or like 99.9. Right. What is the life of um, petrol-based cars, ICE cars at that time? So they're all garage queens. Like regardless, there's no gas anymore. They're museum pieces. Yeah, or like 2035 gas is $20 a gallon. Or more. Like I guess the question, like how often do you see a Model T on the road? Have you ever seen one or not? I've anybody? never seen a Model T on the road. Or, mm, yeah, I would say so. So my wife's uncle used to own one. Oh, really? So there's a weird club of people. That still own Model T's? That still own and run a Model T. Wow. Do they take all their pictures in black and white? <laughs> <laughs> they churn their own butter. They, yeah, yeah, they're basically seriously. Amish. Oh, they're candle makers. But you know what? What your statement is saying is in 100 years, our cars will likely be viewed as such. You're right. What? Your car is not hovering? Yeah. What? Do they still like, be like brush oh, their teeth manual? You take pictures with your camera? Yeah. And not your car? <laughs> or your brain? You're yeah. not taking pictures oh, with your God. brain? Let's yeah. not get there. But yeah, yes. you're probably right. Yeah. Yes. Damn. So nah, I don't even want to reincarnate anymore. You wouldn't want to re. Thus, you wouldn't want to reincarnate. Because if you look at the life of the Model T, uh, you know, it's not even been, a, maybe it's been 100 years old now, right? Those cars, probably, yeah. right? Um, What's their life? There's like these weird niche collectors that weren't even alive when they came out. Right? Yeah. And you can barely run them or they're like in museum pieces that often get ignored because they're not really. Yeah, they're not a draw. They're not a design. um, They're not beautiful. I would I would say. What is the criteria for ending it ending up in like a Smithsonian? Um, other than Bill Cosby's, <laughs> <laughs> which was a joke that you pulled. Yeah, <laughs> but like, yeah, I don't know what like. Uh, are there cars in the Smithsonian? Do you know? I don't. I don't know. I haven't. I've been to the Smithsonian as a two month old. Why? Uh, my parents drove road tripped out there, but yeah. Uh, okay, Smithsonian automobile collection. So there is makes sense. An automobile collection. Yeah. I would not mind being. Oh, my God. What? This sucks. Is it boring cars? <laughs> it's like a bunch of Model T variants. Yes. Yeah. Steam car, first electric yeah, car. Yeah. There's a Beetle. Yeah. That makes sense. Turbine car. Yep. Makes sense. Yeah. 
Ah, uh, man. The boring one-off. Like, the histor- the truly, like, history groundbreaking cars, right? Yeah. That's... Nothing racing pedigree related. Nothing yeah. performance-focused. Purely a historical museum piece. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <clears throat> Americana, so to speak. Yeah. Yes, right? So... Would that does does all of what I just said change your view of what car you'd want to be reincarnated into? Yeah, I guess uh, I'm not I'm not really caring about like longevity. Yeah, uh, I think I sort of came back around to the F1 car. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, because it looks like in one way or another the car is gonna go in that way anyway. So, whether it's a guy's garage museum yeah or an actual proper museum. yeah so yes. at least this way i get a guaranteed year of of the best of the best the cream right of the crop racing before yes being retired okay whereas if i were to reincarnate as like a supra or some other car there's not even a guarantee that i would even be raised i mean you might end up in a junkyard someday yeah that too frankly, it could be like a month it gets wrecked. It's yes. in a junkyard. Now yep. I'm just being picked apart by vultures. <laughs> <laughs> like you and me. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. me more than you, yeah. I'll say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. Oh, no, I'm, yes. Uh, okay, cool. I'm going, I'm going back to F1. Okay, so you're, you mm. want to be kept whole. Yeah. You want to have a life of pristine, like, rub it's, down. Yeah. You want to rub down all oh, your yeah. life. Oh, yeah. It's going to be like, how, how long is development for those cars? Like, um, four sure, years, like, yeah. probably. Yeah, four years. And then, years. so then for four years, you're being pampered treating you the best Uh driven tested having a ton of fun and then you retire and die i get an extra four years out of the reincarnation Mm -hmm. i'm good okay i'm good that's where i'm at right on yeah so testarossa and an f1 car that is a good choice. oh my god so anyway let's get into our last segment of the day which is uh let me pull it up just to make sure what does it cost to you yes so so the premise of this whole thing is kind of, you know, I'm always doing kind of shopping, even though even with no intention to buy. Right. Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. you get like, oh, the car has been smoked in or oh. the wheels are curb rashed. Yes. Right. So when these things come up, like, say, say you're shopping S2000. Right. Let, let's use the S2000 as an as the example here. Sure. Right. And the seller says. The car has been smoked in. It's the car is listed at twenty k. Let's say, yeah, okay. And the car has been smoked in. Mm-hmm. What does that cost to you? Well, personally, it smoking doesn't cost anything. But f- coming from the school of John's hard knocks of mm-hmm. le- selling, buying and selling, <laughs> I will knock off maybe at minimum one k. Okay, right away. Okay, if there's oh well, if there's cigarette burns, that's actually proof of that smoking right right um so that would definitely knock off one to three k because upholstery is not cheap no not at all and it's not work i want to do i know how to do a change on leather yeah i don't want to do that shit hell no yes wait so you prior to the school of hard knocks yes you wouldn't have cared about smoking if there is zero burns and just the smell just the smell for a little bit uh, if there I mean, was smell, I would I would say yes. Yeah, and that's kind of what it means because right. that smell can linger for a while. But like my one of my Celicas, the fifth gen, its uh, cigarette um, lighter was actually used. Okay, which leads me to believe obviously people smoked in it, but I didn't have any smell um, associated with it. So when I smoked at uh-huh. a brief period of smoking, uh-huh. 
I used that, but never once smoked in my car. Oh, okay. So you uh, smoke outside. Yeah, I'd smoke and, outside. Yeah, yeah. What a weird I don't thing. understand how people smoke in their cars. Oh man, I had you know, like hot boxing tobacco. Like, <laughs> oh my god! My friend in his Saturn SL2, really, the rear window was just a layer of filth from oh, his smoking. Oh, that's gross. He, yeah, like if it was raining, it just the windows would be a crack, and I was yeah, I'd have to sit through uh, a hot box. Of, yeah, yeah, of cigarette smoke, tobacco. Well, for for being for smoking in a car, you're pretty much in line with what I would say also. Okay. Yeah, it's one to three thousand depending on the damage caused by it. Okay. A thousand is pretty much just the smell. Yes. Right? That makes sense. I yeah, think that makes anything sense. Anything beyond that is, is sort of adding on damage to the upholstery. Sure, absolutely. So let's move on to the next one. The wheels are curb rashed. OEM wheels are curb OEM rashed. OEM wheels. Or curb rash. I'm not knocking down a, a lot for that personally. Oh, um, yeah. S2. Let's say it was an S2000. Right. Let's say it's the wheels I love, which is the V1 AP2 wheels. Um. Uh. With that, I might with that specific wheel. I guess given my situ- what I just said, I might knock like half a thousand, like five hundred bucks. Yeah, I was thinking a hundred per wheel. Yeah. Okay. I was thinking a hundred per wheel. That's curb rashed. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, that's kind of going right for repair. Yes. So yeah, I would pop for OEM wheels. For right? OEM wheels, but for aftermarket wheels, I don't know that I, I don't know that you could. Depending on, for aftermarket wheels, it's more what wheel it is. Correct. Versus the damage on the wheel. That's right. So if they were like your Titan Sevens, yeah, and they were f- all four were fully rashed out, I would consider that OEM priced wheels. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yep. Agreed. Yes. Agreed. Okay. Now I know you don't like to shop salvage title. But let's say that you have a 20K S2000 mm-hmm. and it's salvage title. What are you taking off that car in the current market? And it's fully rebuilt back is what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, it's fully rebuilt back. Yeah. You couldn't – the frame is good. There's nothing on the report that indicates there's significant frame damage. It's really just the fact that it has a salvage title. So it's just a title, no frame damage. Mm-hmm. That car in today's market is close to asking. Yeah, actually, yeah. unfortunately, um, I'm helping a friend shop an S2000 right now. From, oh, okay. From Michigan. Okay. He's flying. He wants to fly out to California and drive Angeles Crest and all this stuff. Okay. So I'm actually kind of actively shopping S2000s. Okay. And I'm seeing salvage go at close to street rates or asking price, I should say. Right. Right. Is like. As if there was no like title is no factor almost in these people's minds. Unfortunately, I've noticed that too. Yeah. Yeah. So I would knock off five to seven k off of that twenty thousand dollar same mile equivalent S two thousand. Yeah, I'd say that's about right for me too. Yeah. yeah. Like that's what salvage titles should represent. Yeah. I'd say I think salvage titles should represent a twenty five percent decrease minimum. Twenty five percent minimum. Yeah, minimum. So off of twenty K, that's five. That's minimum. Yes. Right? And if the restoration has been done well enough, mm-hmm. that's five K. If it hasn't, now you're going you know, if you're missing fender liners and the bumper's not uh OEM, it's like an aftermarket bumper. Yes. You know, like the parts that are used to restore it aren't all that great. Yep. Emblems are missing or whatever from the repair. Mm-hmm. Paint doesn't match. A ton of things that can come into play. Yep. But I would say 25% is it's probably a starting the point for you. Yeah, starting point for okay. stuff. But that's not how it's going right now. Yeah, they're asking. But that's where I'd be comfortable. And that's why I've moved to not even searching for salvage title anymore. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't. 
I don't. So the only advantage to a salvage title car was that it was cheaper. Yes. Now that it's not cheaper. Yeah. Why? These are going to be the first cars that sink in value once the market corrects. Right. You know, like I don't want to be caught with that. No, I'm that's good. a very good point. Yeah. Actually, that's a very very good point. Yeah. I didn't even think of that. But, but don't tell your friend that. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next one up. Bald tires. Ah, dude. Um. So when you were selling your when you were planning to sell your E92, I was surprised that you did you end up getting new tires for them? I'm still shopping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's, you but you wanted to or you intended to. I was. To. Yeah, I was going to sell it with new tires. Yes. Um and I'll and I'll break down my mindset on that. Okay, fair enough. Uh for me in SoCal, bald tires I'm I will use it as a negotiating tactic. Right. To help me get a more advantageous price, right? If they don't, if they don't bake it into the price, I will knock it off for the price of new tires, which is like around a thousand bucks, typically for some performance C Michelin PS4s or whatever. Right. Um. So that's where I would go, eight to a thousand for just a whole new set. I'd be like, ah, I, I want a whole new set, so, um, I'd knock that off. There you go. I give it an even Stephen Fair, and I think that's a legitimate. It's a legitimate point for a buyer to attack. Yes. Right? Yes. Because despite the fact that you're buying a used car, you know the tire's going to be worn. Yep. It is, some, it is a card you can play. Yeah, for sure. And my goal for getting the car to a good state is not so much that, you know, I do want the next owner to be able to enjoy the car sure but i also don't want to give him opportunities to uh, hustle me okay right so i know that if i invest you know six hundred dollars in some cheap tires yeah i've oh. i've taken that card away from him he can't ask me for a grand on tires which is normally what you would kind of attack that's a good argument because you could do go like hank cook like evos or something yeah. like yeah semi okay-ish yeah Right, and that's a, not even a check mark off their list anymore. Exactly, exactly. That's a good point. Yeah, that's a good mentality to have. I'll have to keep that in mind someday. Yeah. So okay, but yeah, I think you're right. Ball tires would um, would mean a new set, and I yeah. would and I would calculate it as a new OEM set, which for most sports cars is going to be in that eight hundred thousand dollar range. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. yes. Now this one, uh, this one is sort of controversial. Uh, in in the car selling community, okay. right? Mm -hmm. Wide body kits. Oh wow. Okay, I would actually consider that almost salvage title. <laughs> yes. 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 One hundred percent. Unfortunately, I'm not in the camp of even if it's pandem. Yeah. Or what was the one for like the Japanese shit? The uh... Rocket Bunny. Well, that is pandem. Oh, that is pandem. Um, You're right. Vol uh, not Voltex. There's another brand in the '90s that the second Supra. Um, I can't think of it right now, unfortunately. But whatever, any yeah. wide body kit, even if it's from Japan and worth ten grand, the MR2 had a TRD wide body version. Okay, I am knocking money off that shit because it's probably a hack job underneath. Yep. Um. Yeah, it's whatever screw and rivet it took to get it in there from Home Depot, yeah. which is how I would install it. Yeah. <laughs> Knowing my uh, third world's tendencies, unfortunately, that's just taking money off the car. So I would start at a quarter percent or 25%, like you said, off the value and 
maybe they would try to negotiate me up and I might play a little bit. Yeah. But I would kind of start there and see how far down I could go before coming back up. And I'm not opposed to wide bodying my cars. Yes. I would never buy a wide body car. Yeah. That's been, you know, a car that's been wide body already mm-hmm. unless it's like some weird project that I'm working on. Yep. But I am fully aware that my interpretation of this is if if I decide to wide body my E36, yep. I'm devaluing it by whatever it's going to cost me yes. to get it back. Yeah. And in order to get the the... The front fenders are easy. Yeah, that's a bolt-on situation. But the rear quarter panel, that yes. job's going to be like at least, what, $4,000 right. to fix that? And you don't like riveted uh Oh, I don't. Kits. No, no. So it'd have to be... Um, it'd have to be... Bondoed in. Yeah, bondoed in for right? sure. Yeah, I don't yes. like the riveted look. Yes. So... I'm, you know, it's going to be, you know, probably after paint, close to maybe $10,000 loss. Yeah, after paint, you're right. Yeah, on the car but let's also caveat that by saying that with rear if with like your car specifically you would be cutting the rear quarters right because yeah you'd want to put like 10 inch wide wheels or 12 some crazy dumb yeah absolutely cool yeah looking like wheel on absolutely but yeah so i have to replace the the rear quarters yes which yes. is not it's not as easy as screw on and screw off screw Correct. off and screw on yes. right it's you know you're gonna have to mess with welds and grind yep. that stuff all all yep. out and exactly. then re-weld it and make sure it's shaped correctly all this stuff i mean it's 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 a nightmare and i think people should understand that mm-hmm. you know and 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 so now there's there's a on the used car market yes there's a lot of debate on this ah I owners that, that do this think that it's from what I've seen on how cars are priced, they, they think, think they're increasing the value yeah. of the car. Yeah, they do. Which is insane. Uh, especially like the hot boy, like JDM oh, types. Oh, yeah. Those yeah. guys. Yeah. 100%, yeah. man. I I was window shopping a, um, a GC8, which is a Subaru, like the, the you know, the um, the two-door, like the awesome edition. Right, the, right. The, what's his name? The, the Colin McRae version. Right, right. And same thing, like you said, like he STI swapped it and it's barred all well and good, but he's asking 25 and I get how much hour and how many hours in labor you put into it, but I can't justify that. Yeah, but it's it's wide bodied. It is wide bodied. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. See, no. Yes. I would say without the wide body, I think it might have been fine at 25. Right. But yeah, you, you've ruined the car. You have. You know, I know it's not ruined in that it looks good. Yes, it does look good. Agreed. You know, like it, and then a lot of times, even with the rivets, it, like it, it gives the car a very aggressive look. But no matter what way you look at it, no matter how look how good it looks, I'm devaluing my car by wide bodying. Let it. me ask you this though: so, you, are you aware of the what the Fugu Z is? Uh oh yeah 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 yeah. Han yeah. from Fast and Furious. Yeah, yeah. He owned a 240Z that he put a naturally aspirated gtr um sorry skyline engine into yeah um and he wide-bodied it yeah it's got its own hot wheels yeah it's it was on jay leno's show yeah jay leno's garage yeah uh is there are there exceptions no none no exception for me right okay this is my opinion but i don't think there are any exceptions so in this case being a special car 
despite in some sort of fame this car has yeah that is not an exception to you, you no know? like i the the obviously the fame and the hot wheels and and all that has uh helped offset the difference yes but the difference is still there okay right like if it wouldn't have been wide bodied uh huh it w- the car would still be worth more that's right? true that's not true. everyone is a han fan not everyone knows who he is yes right so if we're talking like wide market yes the car is not going to do as well as if it would have I without the see. wide body kit. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So RWB also falls in this camp for you. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I I I love it. Like I said, I love I how love it looks. It. Yes. I love how it looks. Yes. Never understood the premium. The premium, right? And why it actually does increase the value of those cars. Yes. So people are willing to pay more to buy one of those used cars. Yes. Doesn't make sense. to I me. I think it's like an artistic. It is take. right, uh, yeah. Like, it's like buying an art piece, yeah. Because he comes out and he does the hacking. I guess if it, if there was to be an exception, it would be like RWB, an RWB uh, Porsche, y- yeah. Because he's been able to go against. He is a good, he's a good use case to debate my arguments. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You bring up a really good point, right? It does refute a lot of the statements I've made in that. It does increase the value of that car. Yes. It made the car popular, right? Where it wasn't right. before. He's one of the reasons that Porsches are dumb money right exactly. now. Exactly. Yeah, he's so, the main reason. Probably. Yeah. So yes. Him spe- and Singer. Yeah. So it's, uh, I guess there there are exceptions in those cases, right? Yes. I, I don't think the Fuguzi is. Okay. Yeah, okay, fair but, enough. But I, I, RWB is, like you said, he is... He is Michelangelo, right? He's a Michelangelo. That's what it is. Yeah. Right? His a, canvas is a Porsche is 9, a, 911. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yes. So, so, but again, it's it's less the wide body, right? Even though that's... It's, it's the hands that did it. Exactly. You're right. right? That's, yeah. I like the Michelangelo analogy. Yeah. yeah. So the, the sculpture is, you know, is what it looks like. Right. But what's to say he couldn't make something that isn't that right that still does as well yes um but yeah that 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 one i would say that's probably the biggest exception that has to be almost the only exception because he's the only one that does what he's doing which is fly to each destination and personally install those parts yeah he could have gone the pandemic route and just mass produced that shit and just you know, ship them off to Japan and but here. That, that and like white glove touch is what put them over the map. A thousand percent, and it's worldwide, like Dubai, Thailand, yeah, um, here Singapore, um, Europe, all over Europe. So yeah, his touch alone adds value to that car as a result. Yeah, that's interesting, huh? Yeah, hell yeah. That's like a very. It's almost. It's really one off. I think. As like wide, oh yeah a wide body hack job essentially a hack job yeah yeah. Like I mean, I mean, he does well, but it is that's what you're hacking at your fenders and he's, putting. He's just using spray can like shit for your tires to white uh, to put in the the idler name on your tires. Oh, or whatever. He just got a stencil and, and he's just sprayed white on that shit yeah. <laughs> on your Porsche. And for like and s- people are like, give me more. Yeah, and on the seals, he's just using caulking, like waterproof wow. caulking for the seals for the um, for the wide body. Damn. Yes, it's just Home Depot shit. 
they just that the the owner provides it. Yeah, and he's the one just applying it. But he's been able to extract more value out of the car yes. as a result. Yes, despite using Home Depot caulking. Yes, <laughs> crazy. I didn't know that. I thought he used like legit like. No, uh, that's it. So I these mean, cars are gonna be like falling apart in well, I twenty think years. I would. I don't think so. I don't think it's that. I okay. think he, he rivets them on properly, but to keep the waterproofing prop appropriately, he just um he uses Home Depot. I mean, I caulking. guess I, I did that for my sunroof. So yes, I can't, exactly. I can't complain. Yes, but I do hack jobs. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. And I think with that, that is our episode. How do you find us. You John? can find us at anyoneoctane.com. That is all letters, no numbers. Also, like and subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. Follow us on Instagram, and if you want to send us any emails, info at ninety-one dot com also uh if you want to support the show love the show uh make sure you get yourself some uh cafe carrera <laughs> at carrera.cafe use discount code big willow for 10 percent off your entire order any last words randy shout out to nakai son shout out to nakai son rwb yeah <laughs> michelangelo yes <laughs> good night <laughs> <laughs>